Touch, the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from me, Cindy Paluta, to everyone listening to this Locked and Down podcast right now. It marks 21 podcasts done over the initial 21-day lockdown period. And what an unbelievable three weeks it has been. We've spoken about fear of the unknown, which is a fear that a lot of us still have. We've covered this lockdown being a grieving process and how to turn it into one of being a gratitude process. We've had experts talk us through financial tips, the possibility of retrenchments, how to handle small children, and how to manage teenagers as well. We've covered a lot, and none of it would have been possible without the support and amazing connections we have built with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, and in particular, Operations Director Cassie Chambers. Thank you so much, Cassie, for joining me today. Ah, Cindy, thank you so much for having us. And wow, what a 21 days it has been. Yeah, you know, there's definitely a topics that are going to have to continue past lockdown and past these stages because I think we've brought to the surface a lot of problems that people have been struggling with for a while. And I was just wanted to know, like, because you were there on the first one and now you're here for this 20, 21st one. On your yeah. own personal side, what have what has the last 21 days taught you? Yeah, I think it's something that's it's quite amazing to kind of reflect back and think, because, oh my gosh, it's already been 21 days, you know, three weeks of doing this. And I still remember like it was yesterday going into lockdown feeling so unsure like how is this going to work or feeling super ambitious that I was going to achieve you know this massive to-do list and all these amazing things and and I think if if anything I've, I've survived after 21 days it hasn't been the Pinterest board that I was hoping for but we survived and I think I've learned a heck of a lot I've had way too many zoom meetings and learned a lot about like online meetings and online sessions and Personally, for me, it's just completely changed the way that we traditionally work. We we take for granted going into an office, sitting in traffic, speaking to our colleagues. I'm, I'm so lucky to work with the people that I do. And, and one of the things that's been really hard is, is not seeing them every day and not talking and quickly sending information. It's now more emails, more meetings. So I think it's having to challenge how we're working or how I work, which has been fun. Um, juggling as well, being a mom and having to juggle and look after the kids and the husband. And now, you know, if I had to speak to myself three weeks ago with all these grand plans and ideas of what lockdown was going to be and being prepared is, is just to survive, you know, take every day as it comes. Some days are bad <laughs> and you kind of regret <laughs> the, all the screaming and the shouting and the Cutting myself some slack and just taking each day as it is. And I think I'm going to try to focus on that for the next uh, two weeks while we have the, the lockdown still. It's, it's just, oh, it is what it is and, and taking one day at a time. And, you know, you, you speak about this working from home. It really has been something. And I'm sure we could, we could do a whole podcast on um, <laughs> the social etiquette of Zoom meetings. And, you know, I was even joking with you saying I saw a tweet the other day that said, could everybody mute their Zoom is the same as, as per my last email. And it's also been quite an anxious time for me in particular, because connecting through Zoom is how I was able to connect back to the radio studio. And um, mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had some really tough connections over over the last few days. And so as a result, I've decided to go back into the office and I've had to put in plans in place, you know, in terms of looking after my kids and stuff. Mm. And that with it came a whole lot of anxiety. And if I look over the last 21 days, the theme that everybody has been speaking about and every single person that I've spoken to, be it this is how you meditate or this is how you work from home. Everyone that's given a how-to tip 
the first thing that every single person has said is just learn that some things are in your control and some things are not in your control. And right at the moment, at the moment, you've got to realize what you can and can't control. And so I was thinking, yeah. you know, from a static point of view, you guys must also have a lot of themes or most cases or what you're seeing people phoning in with over the last 21 days and, and almost how it's changed over the last 21 days. It has definitely. And I think, you know, we, we're constantly learning because we're, we're constantly getting fed from the calls on a daily basis where we're kind of adjusting what do we need to do, what support needs to be in place. And I think that's one of the, the, the magic parts of working with SADAG is everything we're doing is based on what is coming into the call center. So even through the topics that you and I have covered in the last 21 days have been from issues that people have directly reached out to us on the on the lines and through social media and said, I need help with this. Or I'm not coping with this. It has changed. And I think, you know, initially we were thinking of the first 21 days, what are people going to cope with? And I think as we're reaching, you know, the first three weeks and now the extension is that COVID-19 and the lockdown is so much bigger and so much longer than these 21 days that we initially thought. Some of the calls that we've been getting, and, and it's really every day it changes, is people who are just overwhelmed um, by everything because lockdown, COVID is impacting every aspect of their life, relationships, difficult relationships, worrying about loved ones, children, their anxiety, teenagers. The financial is definitely a big factor. And it's a really real concern and it's difficult because especially for our counselors who focus a lot on problem solving and troubleshooting is, is we don't have that when someone doesn't have money and they need money. So I think we're dealing with a lot of that, the anxiety, also grief, losing people through COVID or just losing people through other reasons during yeah. lockdown yeah. and you're not able to go and be there or travel yeah. or go to the funeral. Um, and again, it's, it's just changed the way we handle grief and really questioned what we what we used to. So we have also, you know, some of the sad things is we're getting people who are not in great environments at home, who are dealing with domestic violence or abusive partners, and we're having to look at safety. So across the board, if I can say anything, is we're, we're getting all different types of calls every single day. And it's something that I think we're going to continue seeing evolving and developing in the next six months. The great thing that I have to remind myself and our counselors is that we're so lucky that these are the people that are calling in and they're reaching out for help and we can try to do something. What worries me is the people who aren't calling, who don't know about us. And again, it's managing what can we control versus what we can't control and what we can do to provide support in between. When you phone SADAG and somebody answers that call, that's a human on the other side. And that person goes home and they have to sit with those problems as well. And I know for me, on a personal level, the thing that's most concerning at the moment is the amount of people that are starving. They are hungry. They just want something. That's my big concern. And I'm sure at SADAG, it must take an extra ordinary team of people to be able to hold it together when the person on the other when you really truly can't control or help the person on the other side of the line yeah we've got the most amazing volunteers not because they're the best experts but because they're real people and just as much as people are going through lockdown and dealing with covid they have as well so they're also human and i think that brings the special compassion around it is that they really just want to listen and help and They've been amazing during this time, you know, setting up virtual call centers and taking calls from home. And but when they speak to people and they say, yeah, I know it's pretty difficult and, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed is because they also are dealing with it. And I think they can relate to that. It's all of those stories that I think 
are the reasons that our, our counselors do what they do and they volunteered to come work at the suicide call center and i think that's that's incredibly amazing so it's really difficult calls we get where we would love to go and just buy everyone food hampers and, and having to track down soup systems and places to get food parcels you know we're extending and expanding our referral guide to include those resources so that we don't turn people away and say oh we're sadag we don't deal with food parcels but it's more important to say hey counselors who knows of a church nearby that's doing a soup kitchen or let's go to social media and ask people in the eastern cape because we're getting calls there and it's amazing how even the people that follow our facebook or social media they're helping us to develop these networks and we rely on other ngos and again through something like this is that the counselors are expanding we're reaching out to other networks and I think that's one of the things we're looking at now is, yes, we're all stuck in lockdown and these horrible things are happening, but what can we do about them? How can we help? Is it donating money? Is it donating food? Is it sewing masks? For us, for you and I sitting here doing this podcast, we're actually doing it from a very privileged position. So I'm definitely not ignorant to the fact that this podcast series in terms of who we're trying to help is not necessarily being heard by everybody. But more importantly, the people who have heard this podcast you can maybe help others is what we're trying to say. It's a great reminder for perspective. You know, when we're sitting in and we're deep in that funk and we're dealing with all of these issues and frustrations from our own environment and our own problems, hearing what someone else is going through and, and how they're struggling, it just gives perspective. And sometimes it's nice to have those reminders. So it's not there as a doom and gloom. And the whole point for our counselors is to say, well, what can we do? How do we mobilize? How do we reach out? We had a mom he was desperately trying to get hold of her son just in, in hospital. He was in a facility and she couldn't get hold of them just to wish him happy birthday. Oh. And it, I mean, it's something that we could be like, sure, sorry, we can't help you keep trying. But we literally opened up our networks. We got hold of cell phone numbers of so-and-so who works there, who knows someone. And we, we got hold of someone who could take the phone to her son and she could wish him for his birthday, even though he was alone. And I think it's those kinds of stories that give us hope give us perspective and again one of the lessons that we're taking on and, and learning from lockdown and COVID and really changing the way that we're looking at working is we also have to look after the mental health of our counsellors. I must say just to every expert who has featured on this series thank you so much for your time your patience your expertise it's just been so invaluable. Um, and of course, to Sadek and to you, Cassie, and I know you guys are open 24 hours a day. The number is there, 0800-456-789. And of course, these podcasts will remain available on live podcasts and various platforms throughout lockdown and beyond. It's great that we can start these conversations. We can share these podcasts going forward. And I think continue having these conversations with people within our own circles, WhatsApp groups, and it's complicated. But again, we can we can try to figure it out together and just reaching out and getting support is, is the first step. And I think it's very important for people to know because we don't know how much longer this lockdown is going to be. And I think it's very important for people to know that, yes, we, you know, we say stay positive and, and be grateful. And you will have those moments and those hours of your day where it does feel like that. And you will have those moments and those hours of your day where you just think, I can't make it through the next five minutes. But if you can make it through five minutes and the five minutes after that and the five minutes after that, you're going to make it through all of this and just know that your next door neighbor is maybe going through the same thing. It's that shared understanding that we're going through this roller coaster of emotions together. I know a lot of people have said, oh, we're, we're looking for the new normal. And this isn't normal. 
we haven't done lockdown. We haven't done with the, you know, dealt with this global pandemic before. This is all so new and so difficult to adjust to in such a short space of time. So cut yourself some slack, take a deep yeah. breath. Do more things now to really look after your mental health because it really is important. If, if, when, when all else has come and done, you know, your own anxiety and stress, and those are real feelings. It's a real reaction your body is having. So just be kind to yourself and, and to others, really. Thank you so much again, Cassie, for, for everything that you've done for me, you know, and, and this Locked and Down podcast series. Thank you so much for, for going along with us and, and including us and helping us to cover these important topics that we're going to continue using and sharing and benefiting. Um, we love getting feedback from our members and our community of people saying that they look forward to it and they've learned so much. And thank you so much for coming in as a human and with your heart and sharing. Um, it's been an amazing journey. My absolute pleasure. For those of you who've thanked me for the series, like Jen, Zanani, Arlene, Mohammed, Marge, Peter and Paul, and everyone else who's constantly and continuously shared this podcast and re- reiterated the need for awareness for mental health uh, in general across South Africa. Thank you so much. And from my side, everybody who's listened and the feedback has been invaluable. It's made me realize how many people are actually walking wounded and how if we open the communication levels between everybody, a lot more would find that a lot more of us are actually human and more human on the inside than we would like um, others to believe. So for me personally, this podcast series has shown me I can step outside my comfort zone. At first, I thought I could never do 21 podcasts. Why would anyone (laughs) listen? But it was a challenge. It was nerve wracking, but I guess we never know what our potential is until we try and learn from that experience. So stay safe, be compassionate, help others, remain positive, and most importantly, be kind to yourself. Thank you. Help is at hand during this lockdown. Call SADAC between 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on 0800 567 789 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.